minute, was that the It was the same looking fucking... Like, grenade. It was the same broken oh, grenade looking shit. Straight out of O2. Straight, straight out, out of O2. O2. I was like, I thought it looked the same and I was like, no, it can't be. Oh yeah, No, no, man, no. Oh, Mm-hmm. Did you hear his cackle? Did you hear his cackle? Fucking he's in the trailer! Mm-hmm. 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 Fucking That man will always be Satipo to me. And with that, welcome back to the Space Audio Collective Podcast! See? Okay, that's a good way to fuck I can't even be mad at that. I can't even be mad at that one. For disclosure, we did not... I did not press record while he was watching the trailer because we do not want to get copyright. Very true, very true. But where did you... Like, right after. When I'm assuming was, right after. When you were screaming for Alpha Molina out of the top of your lungs. I mean, that is the logical uh, reaction. <laughs> For the, to that for, part of the trailer. For the rest of the audience that can't see, I'm also live streaming my reaction for Benny and Dez. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! You was talking. Okay, so you, you was talking mad shit too. <laughs> oh man! I was seeing your eye rolls, and I was trying to figure out at what point in. Oh no! Like I was you. I was also streaming the video too to you guys. Oh, uh, I was watching. The, I was watching the video. I was like, yeah, I, I was I know, streaming the video. I know you was. It was mainly at the part where Peter was talking when Stranger was yeah. telling him to shut up. Yeah, it was mainly mm-hmm. when he was telling him to shut up and all the points of like all the points of like. But wait a minute, Ned. Wait a minute, someone else. It's like, come on, dude. You're you can't yeah. be that naive. Before we go yeah. too far, let's keep on with the rigmarole. You can listen to this to this podcast every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, remember, rate and review us so we can get that sweet, sweet ad revenue whenever we get it. Um, we love your support. We want your financial support. That was my Bernie Sanders. <laughs> A horrible Bernie Sanders. I am once again asking for your financial support. There we go. I'm not doing one, so don't even ask me. No, it's no, okay. But um, that's, a, that's a very good Nancy Pelosi. Brand. But <laughs> it, <laughs> sorry, our episode one and two of Marvel's What If is up. Is me and Benny, the old people, um, taking over the Space Collective review just for um, us two, just for that episode. Ray and I'm sure our illustrious host, the Dame Malama writer, will be on for hey. episodes. Of the what if episodes, if he at least watch one of them, besides, oh, I'll be I'll be caught up. I'll be caught up by next. All right, just uh, remember, and then we'll finish talking about episode two since we're so rudely interrupted. We was on. Uh, we was trying to stick to mm-hmm. a schedule, a stick Oops. to a time. I get it, and I get, and I yes, I understand. Restricting us does not help Mm-mm. because. I wanted to say what I wanted to say, and I didn't say. I literally had it in notes. I think mm-hmm. they were doing the do. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did I miss? 
Anywho. You need to watch Marvel's What If to know what I said doing the do. And it's not I mean, Marvel. I know what that means. I'm just saying, though. Okay, that's all. You know what? I only have the context of the trailers, and I can only let my mind imagine. So I'm going to leave that alone. Yes. Um, there is there is one vocal performance that is going to amaze you though I will give you that we didn't uh, and also restricting time we didn't get to talk about that either so we will say at the start of this episode I would no longer restrict us in time because there's too much shit going on in 30 minute episodes <laughs> you have to at least, you have to at least cut it at an hour. Like, or, like, not cut it, but, I mean, like, at least account for an hour for those. Because regardless of how long the episode is, it's like, yeah, you, you've always got more to talk about than actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it takes yeah. longer talking about it. That's the, yeah, yeah. But, um. It's true. Because we're all so excited. We yeah. all have, like, our opinions. We all have our emotions. Like. Right. But let's, um. <laughs> oh, I hate myself. But anyways, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. On this episode, we're going to talk about obviously Spider-Man, um, Marvel's Eternals. Um, like I said, a lot of shit has been happening. Um, I know nobody, uh-huh. I know nobody gives a fuck about wrestling, but CM Punk is back. God damn it! After seven That's- years, the Punk is back. Um, so he, he retired, right? He quit. He didn't retire. He just quit. He quit. Oh, okay. I feel uh, like I have to Google who this is. Um, He's a very famous wrestler. Very famous wrestler. Um, Becky Lynch also returned, but I have a problem with Becky Lynch's return. But we'll, that's going to be... Uh, the third way of wrestling par- portion of this episode is going to be very quick and very fast, like um, two minutes of heaven. Um, <laughs> dumb- I mean seven minutes? If you are not good in the sack, it's going to be two minutes. Um, <laughs> okay, fair. Dominic, um, we're also going to talk about this. Mar- it's going to be a little bit of Marvel, but we're going to balance it out because I will take over for Ray for this uh, for this week's pitch. It's going to be on Superman. Ooh. Mm, okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, but we now have an actress playing Riri Williams, Ironheart. And we'll talk about that a little bit and a little bit later. I heard about that. But after um, Chris's watch, he just finished watch. As you already heard him yelling Alfred Molina's name from the rooftops. Like, like that. Uh, I said Alfred Molina, but that man will always forever be Satipo to me. Never forget Indiana Jones one. I was about to say Indiana Jones. I was about to say Indiana Jones. Never forget how he done did indie dirty. <laughs> and he has a Lego mini. And he paid for it. He paid, paid for, it. for he it. it. He did pay for yeah. it. But I mean, he yep. will always be sad because, uh, like, first it's. I remember, like, as a kid, like watching the the Spider Man movies, right? Like the two thousand two ones, mm-hmm. the the Sam Raimi ones. And I remember, like, the first time. That we saw uh, Spider-Man 2, like me and my friends, we went to the movies and I remember watching it with them. And afterwards, we just always, like, during the whole movie, we couldn't help it because we would always watch uh, Indiana Jones and stuff at their parents' house because their dad always loved it. So we would just always call him Satipo. They're like, Satipo's in the movie! What the hell? (laughs) So it's just, it's always been that my entire life. I love his performances, but he will always be Satipo to me. (laughs) 
maybe he somehow survived the impaling and then the they grew to be tentacles out of his back and that's how he ended up in for the impaleless <laughs> we just gotta uh we gotta wait and see it's about three months away three months i away. so the thing i'm most disappointed about with this is i would have loved to have first seen this like theaters on the big screen like right before shang chi to see this trailer like no idea that it's gonna be there because like that would have been amazing (sighs) that would have been i miss the days that we get surprise trailers in theaters it's 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 it's, like sorry go ahead it's it i mean it's certainly still a fantastic trailer i still love it but it's like you know exactly what you're watching right before you're going to watch it yeah there's no surprise it it literally would give you a reason to make sure that you got there before the movie yeah because you would hear about it and then you would be like oh my god wait what trailers in the beginning holy shit i can't find that online let me go look at it and go to the movies it's part of it i mean i get it like do the same thing now because of covid and shit like that but i do miss the i i do really miss that experience i was gonna part of it i was gonna i was gonna chalk it up too it's not the fact that we're still dealing with covid we're dealing with an impatient society now that too that yeah Uh, think about it this has been starting since infinity war feige was like holding off to showing the trailer and then he showed, yeah. showed the trailer a year before I mean, the movie came out. Because I, I, I had heard that like, they weren't even showing it. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is like limited just to Marvel. This is all movie movie studios. In general, like, the, the trend has shifted but, in the yeah, past like, but, 10, 15 years. Um, this, yeah. in, this infographic I will post for y'all. These are only for, like, strictly for Marvel movies. They're not accounting for DC the fan demand and how long it took for the trailer to come out and the infographic it shows that the trailers for marvel movies specifically are releasing either a lot sooner because impatient people try to find a way to leak it or they like like sony in this instance was like all right so you want to leak it fine here it is instead of uh, like what you wanted benny to be in front of shang chi because shang chi is getting rave reviews Especially to the lucky people who got to see it this past Wednesday, last week, uh, two weeks early, assholes. If I would have <laughs> knew, that, I had money last week. I could have just been like, you know what? I paid the light and internet bill. I could just take my ass to the movie theater and see Shang-Chi, but I didn't. <laughs> but I do agree. I do miss the times where this is like, I would say, yeah. Um, I would say it was harking back to like what trailer, uh, what movie the episode one come out on? I'm trying to mm. remember because I was I was about oh shit I was about fourteen fifteen when episode one came out Star Wars episode one I want to say I think it came out like two thousand. No, I'm talking about um, mm. what movie? What movie? They said you need to watch this movie in order to see Star Wars Episode One trailer. Oh, 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 shit! You're right. What movie was it? 
it had to it, it couldn't have been a Lucasfilm thing because I mean at that point it was literally just Star Wars like in its own entity but shit hold on uh, yeah it's I don't know like we have the internet yeah we do have the internet but, but we can't google it I'm but, looking it up right now but um there I did post the infographic in our Discord chat um just for the MCU MCU movies in general um and it shows the red ones show how long it um the trailer um came out according to when the movie released the shortest one which is shocking incredible hulk the trailer the first trailer came out 93 days before the movie released wow really three months before yeah huh. so this is not a like an i feel people like this is a new thing like no like this infographic show like nah they've done this before they just they know how to hype you the fuck up but it just now you have people Le- it's leakers everywhere in terms of gaming now, t- um, television. Now it's movies. Like They're literally ruining it for everyone who wants to enjoy the movie-going experience. Besides mm-hmm. this pandemic. Making it even right. more. I still remember like the first time seeing the Batman Begins trailer in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, wait, they're making a they're making a fucking Batman movie? Like what? What? Like what? Uh, I just don't, uh, I always love trailers. Really? Oh my god! Okay, the it just I, I looked it up right now. So, um, so Star Wars Episode One, the first trailer was shown at seventy five U S and Canadian theaters before Universal's Meet Joe Black. Disney's The Water Boy and 20th Century Fox's The Siege. I saw Water Boy that year. Oh, <laughs> that is a wide spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> that was the era of when I actually liked it. Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah. That was, I mean, Water Boy was honestly one of like the really good Adam Sandler movies, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those that it's like when you think of Adam Sandler, you think okay, you think Waterboy, you think uh, uh, Big Daddy, you think um, for me, uh, Happy Gilmore, and maybe also um, uh, what is it? Oh crap! The one where he's in like kindergarten. Billy Madison. Thank Billy you, Billy Madison. Thank you. Like those four, I would say are like the general ones that you would think of initially with when you associate. Yeah. That's hysterical because we did mention Billy Madison in our yeah. <laughs> That's great. episode. That's great. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. And um, I forgot the actress who was in she was in that in Billy Madison and Mortal Kombat and that was it. No, she was in um, House of Haunted Hill and then that was it. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember her face but yeah i don't remember her name because she sort of blanked out there blinked out she made um bridget wilson Mm. apparently she married peace wasn't she also in um oh my god what was that fucking arnold schwarzenegger movie about last action hero last action hero looking at her indb she was in but yes, last action hero. <laughs> I was gonna be like, she's not in kindergarten cop, right? <laughs> so no, was, I think it was also around the time of last action hero, right? Or I could be off by a couple. So years. she was in. I think it was a few years before. Yeah, it's like right, right on there. Billy Madison, Mortal Kombat, The Wedding Planner, 
Last Action Hero. Love stinks. Just visiting. I know what you did last <laughs> summer. You know oh, what? That's she's another, the sister. It's another one of those Adam Sandler movies that actually is like really good. The The Wedding Planner. The, no, I would no, maybe no, also well, throw yeah, that for no, no wedding singer. No, no, wedding singer, wedding singer, singer is what no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Wedding singer. Yeah. I'm mixing them up. That's the wedding <laughs> planner. That's the J Lo movie, yes. right? J Lo. Yep. Yeah. J Lo. Yep. Yep. She was in. I got to rewatch. I know what you did last summer because I don't remember her in there. She must got killed quick. I don't know why. She was. Uh, I'm just gonna call her Buffy. Uh, Sarah Jessica or no, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Um, she was her sister, I think, in that one. Okay. Right. older sister. I own right. House on Haunted Hill. And, uh, uh, that is such like peak '90s, like that weird thing in the '90s where the editing was like a skater video, mm-hmm. like a punk video, where yeah. it's like fucking high strung and really fast. But um, Jeffrey Rush though in that movie though. I mean, he was just chilling the scenery. And trying to make that mustache work. He didn't. It didn't. But he tried his best. Um, and he very out. few people can pull off that pencil thin mustache. And so far it's only John Waters. And he did it again in Mystery Men. To which I need to buy on 4K. It's coming out on 4K. Ooh, wait, it's coming out on 4K? Yep, Mystery Men is coming out on 4K. You get to see Jeffrey uh, Rush again have- with the pencil mustache. I haven't seen that movie in literal years. That is my yearly It's been re-watch. so long. Yeah. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. Janine Garofalo. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Right? God. Yeah. And, yep. uh, yeah, and uh, Hank Azaria, I think, also, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, um, Dana Carvey. No, not Dana Carvey. I'm thinking Man of Mystery. Dude, dude from Good Burger. Kill Mitchell. Um... Not Keenan Thompson. I just said, uh, yeah, Kale the Mitchell. other Matt one. Kel yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> there you go. We got the fries Man. that'll cross your eyes. We got the shakes that'll make you quake. We got the burgers. Oh, oh we got the burgers. <laughs> I just love how our conversations go from Spider-Man and then we just end up on Good Burger. 100%. Like, 100%. Like, <laughs> here's the th- I just love it. I love it. <laughs> I know people are going to be like, what the fuck? Look, it's a teaser trailer. There ain't that much in this mm-hmm. trailer. We know he's dealing with Doctor Strange. I feel um, like there's so much, though. There's so much! There is one thing, though. I've noticed a lot of people yelling at Spider-Man. I'm like, if I if we get to this movie and they're yelling about him during the Infinity War Endgame thing, he was fucking dusted. He can't, he is a fucking kid. Like he was brought back to life, like in the middle of a fucking war. Calm I down. Absolutely <laughs> understand people not liking the story arc. The one more day one that oh, this yeah. is clearly oh, yeah. uh, based on. Like I get it because Matt situation you know peter parker's like fucking 30 some odd years old happily married to uh mary jane uh fucking aunt may is old as fuck but he's like she's dying i still want to save her it's like dude dude i realized she got shot like that's that's tragic but like also she's like fucking 85 just like but in this one like he's 
I'm assuming supposed to be like 17, 18, he, he's 17. He's supposed to be in high school, theoretically. Yeah, so he, like he's like 17, 18, right there. Nobody makes good decisions at that age. Nobody. Also, uh, if you want to read, the- we all fuck up. And plus, now like, of course he doesn't want the whole entire world to know that he's fucking Superman because or Superman, <laughs> Spider-Man, because like. He's 17! He's a yeah. kid! Like, that's understandable. Just, like, so I feel like that storyline is going to fit much better within the confines of the MCU than the retconning they did with it in the in the comics. Mm. But I think my favorite bit from the trailer is just after WandaVision, after Loki, so many people writing all these comics about how, like, Oh, look how, like, like drawing Doctor Strange to look exasperated because he's going to have to clean up Loki and Wanda's mess, breaking the multiverse. No. And then in this trailer, you clearly see him fucking up just as much. Yep. Like, can, they can, do. Can, I, can I just point out mm. appreciation? For the fact that he's wearing the goddamn cape over like a same colored bubble jacket. Right? <laughs> like he's, he's still like, rocking what? the fucking color scheme, but he's he, wearing a bubble winter jacket with the fucking coat over it. He's got the layers, but he did not forget the cape because he's like, I am the fucking sorcerer supreme motherfucker. They did they did go full comic with his hair in this one though or like they, they had case, emoted to it originally now it's two, just full on comic hair or in this case oh. the cape latched onto him you know how attached the cape is to it's Dr. sentient i know but still i'm just saying it's just a joke i know but i'm just like <laughs> would it be fun? i want this as a joke he's probably just wearing that layers and he's like he probably told the cape stay on your side and the cape just like Voom. he's like you know what i'm not even gonna fight you we had a whole <laughs> fight scene for you to just let me use you. I don't need to fight you again. For just fine, fine, you're on. That was really cool, though. I'm also just cracking up at the coffee mug they have because I'm like, what Etsy store did you buy that from? Cause, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, there's gonna be a bunch of Etsy sellers like right after the movie comes out making the same. Right. Uh, I'm like, that joke's good. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a great joke, even, but. It's also like I can't wait to see Jamie oh, Foxx. It's fine. Cause I, Jamie Foxx. Oh. Jamie Foxx. Oh god. He, 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 I, he came out and said, I'm not blue no fucking more. He's like, I don't have to be blue in this movie. Yeah, he's like, I don't gotta be blue. I'm like, you know what? That's more than fine. I'm okay with that. I'm, Please don't be blue. It's okay. Yeah. I I didn't like him as Electro, so like I the bar is very low for me. Like, I could see he's, he's, sorry. his he, appearance. He yeah. said, um, he came, what he could say. He says his Electro is more in line. He's a, he was, they made him read the Ultimate Universe um, Electro. So he said his uh, is more in line with that as opposed to what they did with Amazing. Got you. That's, that's fine, honestly. Like, uh, like Amazing is like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's, he's gonna be straight up. He's gonna be straight up evil, not that whatever the fuck we got in that Andrew Garfield. Not that like semi simp halfway like angsty fucking blue ass electro. 
Like, this is a 45, yeah. 40-year-old man acting like the way he He didn't love me, so I'm gonna murder him. It's basically, yeah. the, basically the effect of character. It's like, that whole opening thing, I flash back to, like, him in, in Living Color. Like, just doing, like, some sketch from in Living Color. Lawanda, Lawanda. Except for he's playing a dude in this one. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? Who okayed this? What? <laughs> no. Oh my god. But it's okay. Marvel's, I mean, at this point, like, I have so much faith in Marvel where they can just turn something that you're like, this is garbage, and you're like, wait, you just made it great. What the fuck? Marvel like, could turn and could spin shit into gold. I was, yeah. I was looking at past movies. Spikey's name is on those past Spider-Man movies. I felt like he had the what? just producer like name and name only. Like he doesn't get any input. Like he he did say most movies he got beyond. He had very minimal input. Which those would be the X-Men movies, but the Spider-Man movies that he was on before, he didn't have a lot of input on. He said, "Gotcha." Now he has a lot of input on these movies. He's probably like. We're not doing any. He's probably like behind the door, behind doors. We're not doing any of that shit with their villains from the amazing movies. This is how they're gonna look if you're gonna put. We're gonna put them in in the MCU. Yeah, they've honed in on their balance of like creative freedom at this point with the mm-hmm. the filmmakers and whatever, but also like that guiding little hand because obviously like in the first years it was a little touch and touch and go where sometimes you're like "Mm, their hands a little bit more in this pie than it should be so like i feel like they sort of are finding the they're finding that balance balance. yeah ever since thanos it's all about (laughs) everything see this perfectly balanced as Mm. all things should I mean, I, I hate that that is something so relatable. It's like, why are they making me relate to a villain? Fuck you guys. I know, Vulture. I feel like, but that's why... That's why villains, to me, I feel... I don't want to say have more staying power, but, like, have more impact on... In a way, yeah. Like... I... Because, like, they they can at least go to the places like they can touch the subjects that the heroes are too afraid to yes thank you yeah thank you and i think we did touch on Uh it a little bit in our in our whatever review like marvel was finally touching on it with the heroes portion of it like falcon Mm -hmm. and winter soldier is finally touching on things that probably would have been done for a villain but is on the hero side of things yeah so it's it's not it's not outright happening but it's it's trickle it's just a little bit giving us a taste like, yeah we want the full thing just hit us hit us with it just, just get, we're ready for it well the adults are ready for it yeah they sort of fudged up though with the villain in falcon and the warner soldier because they were like oh, look at it, it's relatable and then they're like just kidding she blew up this building <laughs> yeah, they, didn't, they didn't develop they didn't develop that uh that fringe terrorist group well enough uh-uh. <laughs> taking, see she's dead <laughs> taking, i think taking a person a singular flax flax smasher was a singular villain within marvel comics but when you take the one entity and spread them out to be a group of people 
I felt like it just kind of just like just let Carly be the flag smasher instead of just being it's being multiple people. I think it would probably yeah, work probably better. But um, well, you could still have the group because I like the mentality of the group. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, we're gonna get on this tangent. Well, no, 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 let's go no, back. Let's get no. back. Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah, Spooder Man. Um, I. <sighs> I do have some mixed feelings with the MCU Spider-Man, though, because, like, when you get too far from home, like, at the end of Far From Home, he technically, well, they're not S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, but I'm like, what happened to Talos? That's not, it is Talos, right? Talos? Uh, yeah. The Talos? alien dude? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Middleton. Talos? Are you sure it's Talos? And you're not, are you sure? Because that's also the name of the Thunder God that you've pissed off. But then is also from Skyrim. <laughs> That's true too. So Skyrim is coming back again on a new fucking play. Seriously. Wait, oh, are they remaking fucking Skyrim Five again? I yes. Mean, fucking Elder Scrolls Five. Yes. With Fuck you, Todd Howard. <laughs> Because yeah. that's what we wanted. Elder Scrolls Six already. Please, it's okay that you do the goddamn like space game. It's okay, but for the love of God, it's already been longer between Elder Scrolls Five and uh, Four and Five than si- Five and Six. It's been ten years at least. Sorry, I'm so heated about yeah, this. No, shit. it's okay. I was right. Let, Let, Let it out. Tell Let us. it out. Yay! I was right. It, it was Talos. It is okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm like you had like seriously you had the the two scrolls and the rest of the fucking agents that work for Nick Fury they could have just easily just help Peter out no they just like no let him film for himself that's kind of fucked up <laughs> so that's where I'm like alright I'm gonna be annoyed you're letting you keep on saying he needs to be a hero in these past two movies but the adults around him are letting him fucking flounder yeah they're like, you need him to be a hero, and all the adults around him are like, alright, yeah, let's just throw him at this fucking major villain, and let's, like, see how he Like, the scrolls yeah. don't give a fuck. Like, well, Fury told us to use him. We used him. Alright, let's go do our own thing. Scrolls are much like the honey badger, as in they don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, you realize y'all just, fu- like, even Fury indirectly fucked over Peter, Spark- Peter Parker's life in this movie. It's like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Bitch, you've been to space! <laughs> that is still the... I think that was the funniest line in that whole fucking That was 100% movie. the funniest line in that movie. Yeah. And so I think some actors said, Marvel's just one more movie away for someone dropping the F-bomb. Honestly, I like, th- you can get away with one F-bomb in a PG-13 movie, I think, right? S- so far they said shit yes. and bitch. If they don't... If they do not give Sam Jackson the first f bomb in in Marvel history, I'm rioting. They, but they they kind of hinted at it. They almost did, but they didn't. But it wasn't official. Yeah, I was. In it the, don't I, count. I was in the it theater. Going, I was in the theater like, oh shit. Nope. He's I like, want to hear. I was like, "Oh, come the fuck on!" Like, I want to hear Sam Jackson full throat as Nick Fury be like, "Motherfucker!" No, it's motherfucker. <laughs> the fucker. You got. You got to put fucker. the emphasis on the. No, no. I, here, here's the thing. I've learned from D and D that there's no point in trying to immediately, like, actually, um, emote. Or I'm sorry, not actually pretend to be somebody else's voice. Mm-hmm. The important thing is, is emoting the same thing. Yeah. But I 
was watching a video or a movie the other day and I had the subtitles on just because I uh, didn't want it like too loud it was a little late so I didn't want it to be loud so I had the subtitles on but um one of the characters in there was like oh no fucking way except the subtitle said no fouling way like (laughs) f-o-u-l-i-n-g that's annoying and then I was just laughing hysterically because I'm like immediately just flashing to Sam Jackson in Pulp Fiction like say what one more time say what I dare you fucking say what one more time motherfucker like just mother Fallon like (laughs) say say what again say what again mother Fowler say one more goddamn time oh and then I just kept going down like the rabbit hole like I am tired of these mother Fallon snakes on this mother mother Fallon plane plane. (laughs) 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 (sighs) and I was just like thank you so much for this <laughs> random gift subtitle person. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, the title of this podcast is officially the Mother Fallon episode. This Mother Fallon episode, I love it. Mother Fallon trailers. <laughs> I am tired of these Mother Fallon trailers. These Mother Fallon. <laughs> Speaking of this Mother Fallon trailer, the Eternals. We finally got Eternals. a story oh, trailer. Mm-hmm. Eternals. Mm-hmm. I need to watch all of Chloe Zhao's movies because whoever is her cinematographer, if, she, if she's like fully like pulling double duty as director and cinematographer. All I'm going to say about the trailer is, is uh, who's going to lead them? I will. That's all I'm gonna say about the trailer. That's what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, they li- and, and people, that pause. Now that's the exact same pause they gave Richard Madden. Exactly, and immediately fucking laugh at him. <laughs> See, but I you, think, dear I, viewers, could insert the reins of Castamir in there if you want. Know, yeah. right? Like I think that was, I, I, I think I wish we was. I, I don't think we was recording at the time. I think that was a Game of Thrones reference. I legit, I, I felt like I had, to, I can't be the only one thinking that was a Game of Thrones reference when he said, I can lead. And everybody was like, yeah, Rob. I wanted somebody, I wish somebody like behind the scenes, like, mm-hmm. like somebody mm-hmm. like, if I don't, yeah, right, Rob. If I don't see, mm-hmm. if I don't see somebody yell out, yeah, right, Rob, in their blooper reel, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. Because <laughs> I love that when they, when, um, when they had the Infinity War, Booby real, and they got to like he's like been in a gun badge like yeah no shit Sherlock <laughs> like oh, it's, it's so good I want to see one of these actors just make fun of Richard Madden being Rob Stark in this blooper reel that's what yeah. I want but um the, the, the and it's um Ben Davis is the cinematographer for the Eternals but uh. Since we're already on this topic, uh, the music is uh, Ravine Jawadi from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. A lot of connections going coming together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. perhaps, mayhaps, something is related there in the uh, entertainment industry. But also, he also worked on the first Iron Man movie as well. That's true. That's very true. 
So it looks like Marvel. He's just hella talented. So I like the fact that um, I want to say not just probably not just Feige, but other people uh, probably other people within Marvel Studios is like we had a good relationship with this um, composer. Let's bring them back. Probably like they had to deal with. I remember they was with Paramount, and their unfortunate is with Paramount. And hence Benita said earlier this episode them having their hands on everything early in the MCU, hence why they didn't have repeat composers. Comic book writers having so much say on these movies, hence why most of the actors, Mickey Rourke, didn't like their time working mm. for Marvel. <laughs> um, and, um, what's his name? Terrence Howard. Maine? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Terrence Howard thinks 2 plus 2 equals 5, so let's come. <laughs> like, come on, man! You're not the star of the movie, man. No, have you seen your lane, man? I'm yeah, not man. just saying that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't want to just put that out there, making it sound like I think he's dumb. He actually put in a an audio out, like where he was explaining why two plus two equals five. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna have to send this to you guys. I'm going to look it up to send it to you guys, but yes, there is this audio. <laughs> this main is the R word, because I don't want to say the R word, but that main is... Reti- uh, no! <laughs> Continuing on. Continuing on. Um, this No, to get back to it, this is a good-looking trailer. Um, vastly different from any um, trailers we've seen coming out of the MCU. Um, I'm, I don't know a lot about the Eternals. This is like the one comic heroes... I really do not know about. I, mean, oh. I don't know too much about them either. I'm oh, sorry. It's one plus one equals three. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. And I do know that the deviants are connected to the mutants, and so and um, I think the high revolutionary evolutionary is a deviant, and he has direct ties to the X Men. So that's as far as my. Wasn't Thanos one too? I think Dev. Yeah. I was gonna say Davos. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Liam Cunningham is in um, Masters of the Universe as so uh, Man of Arms, but now Game of Thrones. Um, By the way, this tweet that he put out about this one plus—I'm uh, sorry—one times one equals two only has like only has like two point six thousand likes and like. 2.7 retweets. It's not that popular of a tweet. What? Okay. But man, we're talking about it, man. It's alright, man. Anywho. Right. Um, <laughs> like he says man like I've heard like it out of Chula wanna speak, man. <laughs> I was watching Friday after Friday, uh, you still, Friday after you, next. You so listeners may know what I'm talking about with the Chula wanna speak. I was watching next Friday and... <laughs> That scene came on. I just fucking died. I'm an X-Tax warrior. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, bro. You you went in on that. Oh. But anyway, so, yes, this trailer that, that didn't make it seem like... To me, I was getting like the weird vibe that they were almost trying to set up like a... A love triangle between Gemma Chan, Jon Snow, and Rob Stark. I know they have real names. Um, 
I mean, Gemma Chan, that's her real name, but it's Kit Harrington and, uh, Richard dude. Madden. Bro, there Richard you go. Madison, yeah. <laughs> that's it's like, I Batman. know they have real names, I just don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. Um... I was getting that vibe, though. Like, I was feeling that vibe from the trailer. Like, I could just be reading it all wrong. Because, no, like, I, I... the first trailer made it seem like Gemma Chan and Richard Madden were like, oh, we're lovers for all time. But then, like, this one, I'm like, he's all by himself in a cabin. And she's off in the city with dude bro, <laughs> Kit Harrington. Like, with a nice haircut. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I do, I do get that feeling. I think we're gonna get that. Um, because yeah, just like, if he does, oh. if he does become Black Knight, it, it, he, him, and Cersei do have a relationship, and they're both Avengers technically, not Icarus. So that line when he says, "I could be an Avenger," and they all laughed. I was like, <laughs> "You're not a you only person in this whole group who is not an Avenger. Technically, three people in that group is an Avenger. <laughs> You're not." I wonder. I wonder if they're making that line specifically for that. I'll be surprised if they do buck that trend. You think um, Ken Harrington is going to end up being in Avengers Five? No, it'd be Richard Madden instead. But then you have two. You will have two OP um, heroes. Captain Marvel yeah. and Icarus. One of these two cannot be in the group. Yeah, that's true. I mean, technically, technically, Captain Marvel though is like still doing their shit like throughout the rest of the cosmos, right? Yeah. So theoretically, but yeah, I get it. Mm, I don't. I don't, cause like, that, like everyone's oh, like Thor at this point now seems to be very op, like. We all thought he had to have Mjolnir, and then it's just like, who are you, the god of hammers? No, like <laughs> he has yeah, his, he has his power without it. Like yeah. I was gonna say, is Thor mentally happy when we get to Love and Thunder? That's what I was gonna say. We still haven't seen what happens in Love and Thunder yet, and theoretically, we're gonna see Jane. So, because Feige did say a little bit after the Eternals, well, basically both MCU traders came out, uh, Rivera asked him about the state of Avengers 5, and he said, that's an excellent question, thank you for asking. He said, we're still, we're still working on it, and we're working on who should be in the, um, the lineup for that movie. He said, they are having discussions already, and it is proven, he said, this is the first, it is proven difficult. To figure out which Avenger of these new people are now coming out who's going to be an Avenger. So it looks like not even Anthony Mackie, it would probably be an Avenger in the next movie. Which would be kind of cold. You give him this, like, well, he does have Cap 4 coming out, so. Yeah, still I, gotta think, be I mean, for an Avenger, I guess. <laughs> it, I feel like the next Avenger movie, it's. I feel like it just makes more sense that it's going to be more of the new Avengers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I know they did technically not, like, they did, you know, two, three movies with the Avengers, technically. Yeah. But I think it's far enough between, and there's already been enough supplemental media to where, like, the companies are like, yeah, like, this is already moving on to the new Avengers at this point. New Avengers leading on to young Avengers already. Yeah, because... 
because and theoretically maybe West Coast Avengers, you know, Ooh, White Vision. Yeah, because I because <laughs> I do remember in the New Avengers, and that's the thing though when I, when we say New Avengers, are we gonna go? I want to say early '90s New Avengers, or are we gonna go? 2000s new Avengers where it was Jane Foster Thor um, I think they're going to do the later one the 2000s on, yeah I would say depending on Thor Love and Thunder and the involvement of Jane Foster it could be more leaning towards the 2000s because I was like are we going to include Kamala Khan or are we going to include Riri Williams who will be in Black oh. Panther 2 as yeah Riri's coming Kamala's theoretically coming See, I really wish they would have, like, tried better to keep the wraps on that whole, like, Riri's gonna be a Black Panther, and I'm like, god dang it, I would have loved to have just been No, because everybody assumed... Surprised! Everybody is... <laughs> well, Feige's the one who spoiled it. He, he was like, yeah, she's gonna be in Black Panther too. Because everybody assumed, oh, we're gonna have to wait until 2023 to see Ironheart, and he's like, no, you get to meet the actress in this movie. That doesn't mean we see Ironheart. That means that's we, true. We, we, meet we, only, we only meet the character. Yeah. So it's, it's, what if, yeah, and it's, you know, it's what good. if that's even just in the fucking end trailer? We don't know that. shit. And the actress' name is to be respectful. Dominique Thorne will be playing Riri Williams. I do. I would like to see how they introduce her, since you know, like her comic had like the. Tony Stark AI guidance thing. <laughs> that is going to be very interesting. Be be pretty fun to mm. to see mm. how they handle that. Mm. Since I'm he was hey, he was technically dead in that run. I'm honestly, yeah, I'm honestly surprised that they're even doing Ironheart this early. Well, tending by the time she becomes officially Ironheart, it'd be like twenty twenty four. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. So we Jesus, still, we still got some time to wait until we see our show and armor Wars, and Don Chino's Armor Wars um, will be out before her show. And Jesus, and I'm sorry, I mean, sorry, Don Chino. Just, I did pull off a, uh, Kevin Harkin and said, "Damn," when he said he was 56. I'm sorry, bro. You almost 60, and you're still playing War Machine. Damn. <laughs> Let's go. You proving black don't crack, and you, if you Holy say healthy, shit. he doesn't look a day over like forty. I still remember him going on Golden Girls, the Golden Girls spinoff, not the main Golden Girls show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Cause, and then also, I think like Marissa Tomei is like fucking fifty. Yeah, Marissa Ooh, Tomei. Is yeah, yeah. Mm. Marissa Tomei can still fucking get it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, she can. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like Peter, don't you gotta That's go save the world? Yeah. Don't you gotta go save the world, Peter? Go, go. I'll, I'll take care of your aunt. Hey, that, that's what to- that's what like Tony was doing, right? He was like, "Hey, I'm just talking with your aunt." <laughs> like, stay away from, stay away from my auntie. <laughs> stay away from my auntie. But, like, what? You don't want a rich uncle? <laughs> Would you look? I know it's Tony Stark, but still. Do you really want that lecturer's motherfucker as your uncle? I mean... <laughs> Is he good to my aunt? That's the question. Yeah. it's That's a real question right it's there. How long will he be? <laughs> I guess. I guess. 
Uh, and he would just constantly be like buying you shit to be like, here's my sign of love. I'm just gonna buy you shit. Like that's not the point. That's a perk, not a point. Just make a a, like. Here's a list of stuff to buy my love, man. (laughs) You're like anything that says Ghostbusters on it. (laughs) Don't get me all started on Ghostbusters. These motherfuckers. These motherfuckers got to watch it this past weekend at CinemaCon. Ooh, damn! I, I'm, I'm, I'm angry, but I get why mm-hmm. they, I, I get why they did it. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like finding out Shang Chi came out two weeks or like we mentioned two weeks early, and knowing last minute, I'm like, wait, what? Like, wait, people have already seen Shang Chi now. Like you released, technically released the movie for one day only before the red carpet premiere. That is a first at that. Yeah, so, that's that's actually pretty. True. But um, yeah, as our Marvel field, ep- well, not Marvel field episode. Just we do have other things. <laughs> um, is heavily our, our Marvel Fallen Marvel because the- <laughs> Marvel Fallen episode because one. Uh, Christian woke me up this that morning when this posted, and I was like, what the fuck? Why am I being messaged this early in the fucking morning? Cowboy Bebop! Cowboy Bebop! Woo! The first look! Holy you didn't God. even use the count-up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jam! Come, wait. Three, it's two, fine. Three, two, one. Let's jam. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. John Cho looks fucking good. He looks so great. Everyone. Everyone looks so good. Mustafa Shakir. Dude, I know people. He's racist. I don't care. You racist. When you're like, Jet shouldn't be black. What the fuck? I'm using my one. I'm using my one on this episode. Guys. This nigga look good. Yes, he does. I, Holy shit. I want to cosplay as Jet now. But I not, there is a conflict, though. I'm not trying to shave off my hair again, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shave off my hair again. Just, just, uh, just try to get a really good bald cap. Uh, yes. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm at that age where you're afraid that if you cut your hair off, that is the end of your hair growing back properly. Got you. So I'm at that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not cutting off my hair. Not unless I'll I have honest, to. I'll be honest. None of the men in my family have had that issue. No, actually, none of the men in my family has that issue. But the thing is, though, I'm now one of the men in the family with a lot of stress now. And mm-hmm. stress due cause to hair loss. So, you know. Super accurate. Very true, true. So. It's the true, true. Yeah, this this looks great. People okay. complain. People complain about Ed is not in the in the show. Ed is technically in the show. They're just not making a bill. It did big deal of it. I think theory, but theory. It's a but theory. I think the season will Putting end. Putting the little hat on. I think the season will end with Ed's introduction, and then when we get season two, it'd be like the second half of Cowboy Bebop. That would make sense. That would kind of make sense. Because we got Ayn. Ayn came onto the show before Ed. Mm-hmm. And they, everybody was like, where's Ayn? Where's Ayn? And during the summer, this past summer, 
It was like, here is our Corgi for Cowboy Bebop. And everybody was like, oh, all right, we love the show already. <laughs> so I uh, would love if they recreate that one scene that, like, turned into the meme, like the nope meme, where it's Ed and Ayn. And then, like, Ed's just, like, sitting, and then Ayn, like, is looking, er, and then just, like, hops away, like, <laughs> into the sunset. <laughs> just nope. But, like, I want them to recreate that on the show somehow. Like, I, I don't like, even care if it's CGI. I'm like, I just, I want to see that in live action, please. And like, thank you. It needs to happen at some way, somehow. I want them to recreate. Yes. I want them to recreate that one episode that was a horror episode. Ooh. The one where they had to deal with the, um, the, the fungus, the living fungus in the, in yeah. the refrigerator that they got. Yeah, yeah. That would be a cool episode. You get the whole episode just John Cho with a flamethrower saving the bebop. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, okay, all the set images look great. Can we also talk about the set design? Yes. Oh. Like, the the interior yeah. design of the ship, like, all the exterior shots, like, the lighting that these things have, it's just, it. the, the production that's gone into it looks so good and it makes me really excited to see it. Yeah. Like, especially because one of them, I was like, is that the church? Is that the church? Right. Um, uh, and then the cast like, photo um, of them all on the couch. Uh, just, uh, the it's just, creator. It hits all the right. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying it hits all the right marks. Sorry. Um, if I remember correctly, Tetsu Fujimara, Fujimara, Fujimura. Is the cre- I think technically is the creator of um, Bebop. Um, he served as a executive producer. Mm-hmm. So does um, Sunrise Incorporated, that actually housed the show, on the anime. Um, they're also um, the company's also executive producers, and also Yoko Kano is back, providing the music for the score of the show. So we're, just, we're getting that good, one- good jazzy beat. Nice. Of my favorite things is just it's the costume for Faye. Like it's still so sexy, but it's not like that gratuitous sexy from like the yes. TV show. Like it it still has like her trademark bits mm-hmm. and like you can really tell like where it's from but like it's just yeah it's not that like just over the top like shit and i just i love it i love it no, it looks all great. i want to say yeah no it looks great it honestly does like the the the, the entire aesthetic design it like really kind of to me it excites me because when you see that much care going into like the aesthetics of it the costuming of it it hopefully indicates the amount of care that's been taken into the story and the representation of it or the adaptation of it yeah <clears throat> yeah and and another and once again we're going to see a lot of people dress up as spike spiegel oh yeah oh yeah I don't did care. you see like, no 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 here's no here's no it's not a, it's not a, it's not a dig at it here's the thing Thanks. though it's been so long since i've been at an anime convention or at a combo convention and it's always you get one or two good cosplayers as Spike Spiegel. The fact that we have not had a legit convention in over the past year and a half, when we finally yeah. get back to having conventions, I 
and decree. I do expect to see a lot of Spike Spiegels running, not running, walking around and chilling with their Walkmans on. Especially now I'm, that there's going to be a live action representation of it, 100%. Because that suit looked good. Yeah, it did. I was surprised because it like it looks so much like the anime, but it still looks weirdly good in person. Like it looks like the shoulders for some reason are like maybe a little thicker than I expected it to, but like the perspective of it still really fucking works. I think they're still going with that '90s '80s theme type of suit for Spike. Though. Yeah, it's got that like pseudo zoot suit kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's, sure. it's great. I love it. I love it. And then even down, even down to like the the one uh, like tucked in collar to the one overlaid. Oh, I just realized we have not got to see Spike's um ship yet. No, but we see. I, I'm pretty sure we get interior shots. I oh, so really want to see dishes. Ooh, they, they, they haven't t- shown him yet. They've shown like whose cast is him, but they haven't shown him. And I'm just like, I want to see it. That, <laughs> that dude has the eyes for it too. That's his actual natural eye color. Like, oh, this dude has the eyes for Sid Vicious. Just the oh, eyes damn. alone. I've seen him in The Boys. He was, um, he was um the guy who had to get naked to be invisible. The one they um. Spoiled. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that got blown up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they say yeah. he, for his yep. audition. They said for his audition, though, he he pulled in a, like a performance that actually um, creeped out the casting director. So I guess he's like he had he has it then. Nice. That we ha- we just have to wait and see. Um, I just want to see what he looks like with like longish gray hair. Like I just I just want to see. I just want to. You're like, I want it. I need to see it. Give it to me now. It's like a month and a half. Two months-ish. Oh my god. Two months? Three months? Three months. What month is it? It's August. Oh my god, there's only four months left in this fucking year. Jesus Christ. I know, right? Fucking what? Right? What? Uh, You know... What? You know Netflix is ramp- ramping up a lot of their stuff because obviously Bebop is here, and then um, Ernie Cavill came out and talked about the in- the serious injury he got on the set of The Witcher Two that um, sidelined him close to two months that he couldn't film. Damn. He, I, think, I... I, think he, I think he said. I think if I remember correctly, he tore a pectoral muscle while filming. Oh my God! He was his muscles were so rippling he tore a pec. <laughs> I think it was a stunt <laughs> that made me. Okay, I feel like I'm the only person that does not trust that man. Like, I do not like Henry Cavill, and I do not trust him. He just has that air of, like, douchey white man that I'm like, there are fucking skeletons in your closet, and shit's gonna come out, and you're gonna fuck. Someone's gonna fuck. Like,. Bits in, I'll, I'll, I'm just. I don't trust him. I, don't I do be, not trust I, him. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the first person to say anything. So I'll let somebody else be the first person to say something about Henry Cavill and his personal life. So I'm not going to be the first person to be like, "We heard it here on this podcast." I don't want our podcast to be famous because I said something. Um. <laughs> yeah. I go bebop. <laughs> bebop. Plus, didn't he like date 
Gina Carano? Like, that's a red flag there, is all that, I'm saying. Oh, right, he fuck, did? Yeah, he did. Alright, fuck it. And he saw how quickly he distanced himself during that Gina Carano situation. People yes, are, I think he also dated, like, an 18-year-old when he was 30, and I'm like, that's gross, my man. Well, you said it, not it's me. Gross. You said it, not me. Ha! It's fucking gross. So, like, I feel like he's due for, like, a army hammer type situation where we're gonna be like he might not secretly be a cannibal like army hammer but like people keep giving i feel like people keep giving like slides to henry cavill because he's like he's a cute gamer (laughs) i didn't know this speaking of cute gamers speaking of cute gamers james mcavoy i'm so sorry he's a huge um elder scrolls fan who? So is he also sharing my pain and disdain for Todd Howard? Here's the thing, though. He said he burned his copy of Oblivion because he because he uh was getting too addicted. So That's and ev- and ev- yeah, when yeah. one per- the interviewer said, "I am not going to tell you about um the Elder Scrolls game that you have missed because <laughs> he knows because he said he likes Legend of Zelda. He, uh-huh. Um. He said he has not touched Breath of the Wild yet, but he will get mm-hmm. to it. He's currently playing Call of Duty Warzone. So he is a okay. gamer. But he did okay. say Who is this? James McAvoy. Okay. Um, someone did say in the comments. Oh, the Mac, did, my boy. Did, some people in the comments said, do not give James McAvoy Elder Scrolls Skyrim. If he was that bad on almost missing a day of shooting... I forgot one movie he he said he was doing with Anne Hathaway, but he said the following he spent 24 hours knowing full well he had to be up at a 6 a.m. call time. It was 4, he said it was about 4 a.m. The car is pulling up. He had to get to set. And he was up all night playing Oblivion. I mean, I mean, I I feel that. I really feel that. Apparently it was... uh, Becoming Jane. That's what my Google search of James McAvoy and Hathaway uh, uh, I don't came remember. back I don't, with. I don't, I don't remember that movie. That uh, came out in well 2007, so I'm assuming they filmed in 2005, hey, 2006. That was before Skyrim came out. Yep. He said he burned his copy, and what? I was like, hey, some someone get that man into Skyrim. If you get him into Skyrim, you're not gonna see. Him. Anything for a while, you'll probably be like, especially the new one now with fishing. I'm still uh, never gonna forget that fucking like. Here's here it is. It has fishing. Like that's he, put it in the new game. Yes. Put fishing in the new game. Give us Elder Scrolls Six, and then just give us the new game. Just fucking Bethesda. I swear to God. I'm just gonna instead of doing Fallout Five, we'll give you Fallout Seven. I'm just gonna grab my gasoline and then I'm gonna grab my matches. Oh. And then Human Torch Benny, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Human Torch side of you came back. Sorry. Whew, blacked out there for a second. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I understand. Where's my stapler? <laughs> just, just, just let them keep their seat. Just clippy, 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 clippy. Um, and we're just oh gonna uh, we're gonna end off this episode with my movie pitch. Ooh, okay, yes. What we're is not, your? We're not gonna talk about. Segway. 
We're not going to talk about CM Punk or Becky Lynch because I know not everyone is a wrestling fan on this podcast. I, I appreciate it, but I'm barely learning it. It's all good. Because I, w- I, I was never allowed to watch wrestling as a child because of like my, my parents being very like religious and shit. But I'm like kind of semi-absorbing it through Instagram and like other stuff right now. So it's like I appreciate it. It's, it's entertaining. Like I understand that like it's a performance. But like I'm just barely kind of understanding who the fuck is who. I just googled CM Punk, and if you guys hadn't told me he was a wrestler, I would never have guessed that he was a wrestler. <laughs> That's probably fair, honestly. I would say that is pretty accurate for most wrestlers. Um, also, a fun fact about CM Punk, he wrote for Marvel. He wrote a, a small run for Thor. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Um, okay. w, um, WB superstar Edge... Is also is also an artist. He also drew some um, covers for Marvel as well. Look at that. That's interesting. Yep. And diversified as fuck. And Chris Daughtry. Yes, that Chris Daughtry from American Idol. Also is not only a singer, but he is also an artist. And Marvel commissioned him to do some exclusive covers for Spider Man and I think a couple of Marvel heroes as well. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. I may not listen to Chris Daughtry, but I do read <laughs> the issues of comics that he has drawn. Hey, that's fair. And there's your right, Well, hit us with your pitch. All right. What is your pitch, my man? My Superman pitch. Now, this is no shade to Warner Brothers. This is all shade to Warner Brothers. Um, they keep on saying they don't know how to bring Superman into this, into our modern world of, like, superheroes are all peed. They always constantly having to make Superman a villain, just mm-hmm. fucking annoying. Like and always fridging Lois Lane. Yeah, to make him evil. N- no, do not set her up to be fridged, and quit always hampering back fucking Smallville. All this fucking Smallville shit. Sorry. I had to get that mini rant out. No, it's all good. It's all good. I think we all had a mini rant at some point today. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Firestarter Benita. <laughs> I'm seriously going to think about Tyler and Firestarter Benita. I like Mother Fallon, but... Mother Fallon's Firestarter Benita. <laughs> That's some Evangelion type, type of title. That's... That that will be my villain name is the Fallon Firestarter. <laughs> the Fallon Firestarter. We got your wrestler name right there. We created your wrestler name right there. The Fallon the Firestarter. It also works as a wrestler name. <laughs> I mean, true. Hey, AEW, Tony Khan, hire us. Mr. Man can go fuck off and die. Um Yeah. For real. Fine. Fifty four wrestlers, people. Oh. 54 wrestlers in total got fired by the WWE. Not to mention the ones that suffered long-term injuries. <laughs> and not paying for Or murdered day. their families. WWE is a very interesting uh, industry for those of you that are not aware. Mm-hmm. Harassing 2K Studios over Ooh, your yeah. shitty game. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, Superman. Mm-hmm. Superman. All right. Superman. Your Superman page. So, I feel... We should start with Superman while he's already a hero. Okay. Let's not keep on constantly going back to him being a child, being a teen. He's already he's already Superman. 
Think of it like Superman the Animated Series when he came right in, he was already Superman. Okay. We got, and then yeah. later on they had those three episodes showing his flashback, and that was about it. Like, they justify why they had to do a flashback. Um, he's already hero. Lois is on her way being editor-in-chief. Perry is too old. He's getting ready to edge out. So, like, we're getting, we're still getting Perry White, but he's edging out being editor-in-chief and taking over the Daily Planet, like has happened in the comic book. So, Lois is in a position of power where she can actually do the type of journalism she wants to do. Like, nice. Given her, given Lois actual purpose in this movie. Okay. Not just calling for Superman every other every other scene. Or technically not even calling for Superman, just ending up fucking everywhere. Like, literally, why are you in danger? I get it for the story. Once again. Wait, you mean you don't want to send her on a wild goose chase looking oh, no, down she- some bullets that... Um, uh, this is gonna actually have everyone to- with Mark, eyes I have to clearly tell. This actually- I am a dedicated <laughs> journalist. This will make sense why she's putting herself in the middle of this situation. We're gonna include her father, who don't like Superman at all. Um, right. The basis of this movie, I'm oh, pulling for. I love him. Um, this is before they hook up. So you just I'm- don't get him like I do. I'm pulling. Uh, I'm going to pull from um, the episode of um, Justice League where um, there was a general, awesomely voiced by J.K. Simmons. They created a doomsday type uh, monster. This pre that predates doomsday. Instead of using that general, we're going to use General Lane in its place. Okay. And there has been instances in Superman comic books where General Lane almost let his daughter die when she uncovers, like, he's behind this, like, secret government type of shit. Oh. Like, so he's really like, I do have another daughter. Type of shit. Oh, shit. That's cold as fuck. Yeah. Like, it shows, like, Lucy has everything that Lois wants but technically don't want because she wants to focus on her career. So we're getting that type of power, that dynamic from the Lane family. But while Superman himself, he knows he, like, I want this Clark Kent to not be the bumbling idiot Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Like the, I can't believe we have to use Dean Kane as an example. But Dean Kane. <laughs> oh my God, is that Dean Kane on that park bench over there? Oh my God. <laughs> the Lois and Clark, I'm going to use the, the Clark Kent that we saw from Lois and Clark and Superman, the confident Clark Kent that has now been used because of once again because of Dean Cain's portrayal of Clark Kent where he's confident except for he knows like he can do everything but he also knows like he is this powerful he knows people view him as a god he does not want to be a god he just wants to be a person who want to make sure that people are safe mm-hmm. and not only people, his parents are safe. So he's trying to show, like, you're giving great power comes with great responsibility. That's the whole point of this movie. Yeah. Makes sense. The first villain, no Kryptonians. You need a tragic, um, a tragic villain. There's two I want to use. Okay. Livewire, which never probably used. I don't think I've, yeah, I don't think I've seen Livewire in any property like that. And Parasite. Ooh. Ooh. So the two polar opposites of those villains. Ooh. 
and how they equate to to Superman because you have two villains who can go toe to toe with Superman. Mm-hmm. But you, I see- did like Livewire in the animated series. Yeah, but we haven't technically seen her in live action. Yeah. That would be really she's interesting. Because she was voiced by Lori Petty and she yes. did a great job. Tank mm-hmm. Girl herself. Nice. Yeah. And yes, I do own Tank Girl. It's a good movie. Like a good bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> specify. It's a good bad movie. <laughs> it's the Has movie. baby, um, what's her fucking name from The Ring? Uh, um, oh, um, she was in um, um, Merit East Out. No, what? No, I think you're getting your Australians mixed up. No, no that HBO series. Like, it was, um, they had, um, I, I can't swear. Naomi Watts. There, there we, we go. go. I found it. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your, you're getting your one. She wasn't in that one. That was Kate Winslet. Oh, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting them mixed up. <laughs> getting your Australians mixed up. Damn. It's okay. It's I got not, you. It's not. Damn, man. really? I, I, this derails my fucking pitch. I gotta take go girl. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So you're you're saying using a villain like Livewire or something else that is not Kryptonian based? Yes, not Kryptonian based. Yep, I got it wrong. God damn it! They Kate Winslet. <laughs> it's all good. British King Winslet is British. Damn, they do Did look. Did you just fact check me? No, I. They do look the same. Why they gotta be blonde? Why can't they just say it's redhead? They do yes, not look did. the same. Yes, he did. They do not look the same. <laughs> girl, girl, the hair, the hair alone, and the eyes. There's lip. Okay. You know what? Uh, okay, I went down. I created the fucking tangent myself on this one. My God. It's all right. It's all right. Just but, send it in black hole. Oh, my goodness. All right. Livewire. <laughs> yes. Um, Livewire. Um, I want to use the radio show host version. Pretty much the Lori Petty's Livewire. Okay. And I know people are going to assume, oh, you're going to use the um, the millennial. as Like, no. You just get a person who's very vocal about society. And Livewire is... Did you guys know we live in a society? We live, we, I don't know. We are, Warner we, Brothers. We are a society. We are a society. We, we are a society. Yes, I know. Um, I, don't I don't think Warner Brothers has uh, nailed that down just yet or informed the general public that we are a society. We live in a society. We live in a society. Yeah. yeah. We, we, yes, we do. Thank you for bringing that, thank you for bringing that back. Lucky you. I know. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, fuck. Um, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. showing that a good a good person turning evil the correct way, sort of essentially what I wanted to see out of Star Wars, a person who was inherently good turning over to evil. They have Anakin, but in a good way. <laughs> so for Livewire, you've seen her being a good vocal beacon, going going against um for the environment, going against corporations for the environment. And then you see her become Livewire. And essentially she's like, I got this power. I can just fuck up these corporations. And, and like, I got yeah. the power. 
and then and then she's indirectly the reason why parasite becomes parasite Ooh, yeah so that's why superman has two villains to deal with it would be it would be very very interesting i like that pitch so far um and lex corp is behind all this so we get naturally obviously you have to lex corp has to be in there some way but yeah the but here's the thing though a twist this is a lex luthor who is not behind his company he sold his company he's off trying to be president of the united states oh president luthor president luthor <laughs> I have a feeling that he would not sell his company, though, and he would just pull a Trump and just keep his company. And yeah, we like... already learned. We live in a society. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for spoiling my idea. Oh, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> what was that part of it? It was essentially Mercy would be the face of LexCorp. While Lex Luthor is the president, he's still running it from behind the scenes. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, because, like, I'm just, like... Lex is the one that does not let go of control. That was, yeah. that was essentially what I was going to, like, you know why Lex Luthor is, why he's evil. is like, he feels Superman is taking away his control over people. Like, Superman is giving people hope. Like, he's mm-hmm. actually, like, when he's not being Clark Kent, when he's not flying around saving people, he's actually, like, in the inner, you see Superman interacting with people. Like, what mm-hmm. you expect a superhero to do. Interacting yeah. with kids, giving people hope in other people. That's why I want to show this movie, the show. Like, Superman is a lot of things to a lot of people. Like, Livewire used to look up the superhero, look, look up the Superman. Now that yeah. she's a villain, that her perception of Superman would now be skewed. Parasite will blame Superman for not saving him, and now he's this freakish monster that craves power. Ooh. I like this. I like this. And I watch this. I, I, this is gonna be controversial. No romance angles in this movie. Like you're, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like you already know deep down, eventually, Clark, Lois and Clark is gonna hook up. Yeah. So we don't need it at the forefront. We don't need it at oh, the forefront. Sorry. Like you get, you get niblets throughout. Oh, sweet niblets. <laughs> and Jimmy Olsen is gonna stay in this movie. He's gonna be alive. He's not gonna be a secret FBI fucking agent and getting shot and killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the salt on that god I'm just again I'm never like just I'm never gonna I'm just never gonna get a fucking Zack Snyder being like isn't that funny isn't that great easter egg and the people one, are like this no this is the one time I wanna <laughs> no. if y'all remember the Hell in a Cell match Mankind versus Undertaker where Undertaker tossed Mankind off the top of the Hell in a Cell down through the announcer's table I wanna be the Undertaker in this situation tossing Zack Snyder off the fucking Hell in the Cell through the fucking ring through the thumbtacks <laughs> to the oh my god it's a Rest yeah. in peace, Zach. That is this is that is excessive. That is not excessive. Watch that clip on YouTube. Undertaker versus Mankind. Mankind going through the ring into into a bed. I'm sorry. Of this is the man that thought it would be a great idea to put Batman in prison and then possibly get raped. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? No. <laughs> wait, wait, hold, wait, wait, wait. Pitch on pause. 
What? You don't remember that? No! That? I don't! Yeah. He had this whole conversation where he's like, yeah, if I were to do it, you know, he'd be in prison and then he'd get raped. What in the fuck? What? Okay. How do you get... Okay, hold on. Oh you continue with your pitch. I'm gonna pull this up and oh my God. get the direct Please quote. do. Please do. Um... <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Um Wow. <laughs> I oh god, I broke the I broke the pitch. You you broke the pitch on that one. <laughs> For Lex Luthor. Um Thank you. Thank you for this. I had <laughs> John Hamm for Lex Luthor. Yes. Oh, John Hamm. Oh. He he can play douchey. After Baby Driver, very problematic movie. Not was well, not a problematic movie, just the actors that is in said movie. Um, Ansel Elgort, I'm Kevin Spacey. But watch Baby Driver, and you see why John Hamm could. He can be Omni Man. <laughs> he can be fucking Superman. Hell, he I can... could. You know, I would love to see John Hamm as Omni Man. He can fucking do it. He's still yes, he's up there in age. He's at the perfect age right now to be playing. Omni-Man. He's got that like rolling thunder kind of anger portrayal that would be perfect for that. And he's John Hamm is good at being a comedian. He's good at dr- dramatic work. Like he, this dude is the yeah. He, he could do, do that switch. That's the important thing for Omni Man. You got to be able to do that fucking switch. And and that's most important for Lex Luthor. You need someone who can be mm. charismatic. You need someone who can be just straight up fucking evil. Interesting. And John Hamm, can, I feel he can do it. And in plus, knowing full well, you're gonna get the Lex Luthor. Like if they get a see if we if this picture gets a sequel, mm-hmm. you want to see Lex Luthor in the power suit. So like you know, John Hamm yeah. is physically enough to do action stuff because he did tag with John Renner. so he's able to do some, not a lot. It's just enough to be like, all right, you're going to do this, but your stunt yes. actor is going to do Tag, this. The movie where Jeremy Renner broke both his arms. <laughs> hey, he said he had fun. Hey, you know. Okay. <laughs> but remember, your MCU is important. Your character, for some odd reason, is important to the MCU. You should not be getting hurt. <laughs> now, Benita, please. Please. It's because of Tag. Please derail us with more with this fact. So, um, this happened during, like, his whole presser for the Watchmen. Um, uh, and so, yeah, he goes on this whole tangent. This is why I've just never liked him, because he's always just been that, like, mediocre, uh, cocky white man. He's like, you could call it highbrow comics, but to me, that comic book was just pretty sexy i had a buddy who tried getting me into quote-unquote normal comic books but i was all like no one is having sex or killing each other this really isn't doing it for me uh i was a little broken that way so watchman came along i was like this is more my scene everyone says that uh batman begins batman's dark i'm like uh okay no batman's cool he gets to go to tibetan monastery and be trained by ninjas okay i want to do that but he doesn't like get raped in prison that could happen in my movie. If you want to talk about dark, that's how it would go. That is a fucking um, 
That is a problematic ass quote. Um, that is two red flags. That is major red flag territory. As host creator of GCR and now Society Collective, I renounce anything and anything I've ever said in good light of Zack Snyder. Of this day, August 24th, 2021, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> that's, uh... Yeah, that's pretty, uh... I don't care how far this reaches. He's the whole reason. He is the reason. We have people that are looking at Rorschach like a hero yeah. instead of like like the Watchmen is a whole critique of superheroes, but we got people that are like, no, but these guys like Rorschach was pretty cool. He was a no, hero. Rorsch and I'm like, no, Rorschach, Rorschach was not was... a fucking hero. He was no. awful. Like, yeah. You just watch like, people die. They just like, watch them die. Like, Nobody in that movie is a good hero. They're terrible. Like, and it's, again, like, I just... Zack Snyder has a very skewed outlook on life. Um, and he Out sort of misses the, the points of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, the nuances so. of certain, you know, yes. socialisms. Yes. Um... And, uh, uh I, will okay. I mean, if you just go back and watch his movies, you can just see the pedestal he puts men on. Like, especially the peak physical form of men. Mm -hmm. And how, um, uh, the toxic ones always seem to survive. Like, the ones that, um, yeah. talk the most shit are the most sexist. Like, I still just remember the dude from Dawn of the Dead. The one good man in that movie. Um, and I'm blanking on his name, but he was the one at the very end. Like, they were doing their escape, and he gets bit at the very end. And so then he kills himself on the pier. Yeah. He's, like, the one good man that was, like, wasn't Ving Rhames in that movie? He was. Damn. That's the only Damn. one in that like, movie. Ving Rhames wasn't like a bad dude, but like... I will say just, this. I'm just... That's all I'm saying. I'm just pointing I was. I will say this. Out he bucked, the bits. He, he bucked that trend in Army of the Dead. Um, Garrett Delahunt, um, another character actor, played that type of a dick in that movie. And... Y'all don't mind this one spoiler of this kill of his um of his death in the movie. No, go for it. He gets mauled to death by zombie tiger. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like he doesn't like have like the over the top ones that like get their comeuppance, you know, like fucking um Oscar Isaac in that really terrible steampunky anime what what's that fucking movie called sucker punch oh my god thank you um or like the overtly racist annoying dude in dawn of the dead like also he like dies a terrible death but like i'm just saying the ones that have like the underlying toxic 
traits that like for so long society has been like oh boys will be boys um those are the ones that like we we, continue to survive in his movies besides doing this pitch and talking about everything and everything on this podcast we did a good reveal on one Zack Snyder he has some underlying problems yeah he does yeah he is he Um, needs therapy and I feel like he's the type that would be like therapy is for suckers and losers. So far, um, uh, in this Superman pitch that you all got, um, the the Lane family um, are, is dysfunctional. Superman is a good person. Live Wire goes from good to evil. Parasite is just straight up evil. Um, right. John Hamm would be my Lex Luthor, and Zack Snyder has fucking problems that needs to be um, put inside a fucking asylum asylum for yeah. every motherfucking day. <laughs> Who will be Superman? I don't know, because that really derailed and fucked me up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Fuck it. Tyler Hoechlin can come back to play Superman. Um, he's doing very well on Superman and Lois. Um, I just still can't get over. He was in World of Perdition. And oh, really? I feel like we could just do another unknown for Superman. Yeah. Like, Henry Cavill was fairly unknown. But it is really funny when you go back and watch that. Counting my um, Yeah, and then you're like, look at that twink. Or Stardust. Yeah. Or, or Stardust. Oh my god, Stardust, though. I still remember. I know. I still remember him as Stardust. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Though. We did, um, before you hey came man, on. Hey, man, um, before we, um Before you joined, Benita, when I said Henry Cable was in Stardust, Christian was like, what? <laughs> I, like, I I had forgotten that he was the other dude in Stardust, and he made him. And I was like, "Yeah!" And he made a move on Robert De Niro's character at the yeah. end of the movie, and he was like, "What?" And I had forgotten about that movie. And he was such honestly, a I, joy. Honestly, I really love that movie. I, it's so good. I forgot what episode title that was, but. Go through every single episode of the GCR and the Space Idea Collective to find that one specific episode. <laughs> it exists. It's there. Because um, it was so fucking funny. And we come back the following week and he's like, you was fucking right? Because <laughs> I had went back and watched it and I was like, oh my fucking God. Blonde hair too. Yeah. Yeah, uh. fucking blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was too distracted by Michelle Pfeiffer's in that movie. Oh, God, she's so beautiful. It just... She just keeps getting more and more beautiful. And I'm like, what witchcraft is this? This was the only time I actually liked the Claire Danes in something. I remember my so-called life. I was like, I don't like your character in my so-called life. I get what you're going through. Because the acting acting fits in this narrative. I I like your friends more than I like you. <laughs> I was like, that also ages me again. How old I am? If I remember my so-called life, especially Jared Leto before Thirty Seconds to Mars. Right? Can, can we get back to that Jared Leto? Like, I want. I, you... Can we at least get back to Jared Leto in Fight Club? <laughs> Do you want to know how I'm going to bring this around and just blow your guys' mind? Here we go. Okay, how? The cinematographer from Stardust is the same cinematographer. Um, Eternals. Mine fucking blown. What? <laughs> what? You're welcome. 
And with Wait. that, oh, before we go, Wait. will the Superman, does my Superman movie get a pass or a green light? I would say that's a green light. Yeah. I'm one for one. Because they passed on my video game pitch. I need to work on it more. <laughs> so I'm one for one. Benita's one for zero. Oh, for one. I'm still thinking about the Stardust thing. I know. <laughs> and with that, we're going to the Stardust ourselves. Our shit. Gonna light a black candle. We're going back to Astro Base One. Thank you for listening to um, to the Space Oddity Collective. This one costs a kiss. Uh, the episode <laughs> title is that mother fouling fire starter, Benny. <laughs> it was a good one. I had fun. Mankind has spent many years staring at the stars. However, have they wondered, have the stars stared back? <laughs> Find out on the next Marvel's What If. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>